0: God, you are our peace, God. So, God, we honor you in this place for doing, God, what you have done for us, God. In Jesus' name, now, God, I plead the blood of Jesus, God, upon us right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you for the blood, God, that covers us right now in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you reign, you rule in this place. Be our teacher, be our helper. Lead us and guide us into all truth. Reveal unto us today. And Father, I thank you that I have, we have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. How good and pleasant it is for us brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen? amen. Turn with me to St. John the first chapter and let's hear what the spirit of the living God has to say unto the church because we are the church. Amen. 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 I will be reading St. John's the first chapter verse one through verse five. Amen. 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 And the word of God now reads. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Let me read this again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. You may be seated. I want to talk about... Um, Speak the word of life and live. Speak the word of life and live. I know God is bringing this word because in the time that we're in now, is so much going on. It's so much happening around us. And I'm going to tell you, it's happening so quick. You don't know who or what you're around. You don't know what's going to take place from day to day. But the only one that does know is God. So God is telling us that we have to speak the word of life and live. Listen what I'm saying. Speak the word of life and live. The only way you're going to live is by speaking the word of life, not the word of death. We have been speaking death and don't even realize it. How have we been speaking death? Because we have been putting COVID-19 as an idol. We have been lifting COVID-19 up to the point that we expect it to happen. You have to speak life. When Jesus came on the earth, he was bringing life. He said, I'm bringing you life and I'm bringing you life more abundantly. No matter what's going on around you, God said, I want you to speak life. I don't want you to speak death. If death is in front of you, you are representing life. So when you come in upon death, you overturn it. Amen. Through the life that's in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, you have light in you. And that light, what it does, it overcomes darkness. But if you don't know what you have in you, you're going to accept the darkness that's around you. You have everything that you need to overcome darkness. Come on, y'all. The Word works. The Word works. And the Word will bring you life. So what we have to understand is, it says, in the beginning was the Word. Before anything existed, the Word existed. Before anything was, the word was. So you got to understand, before anything was here, the word was here. Life was here, y'all. The word was here. This is why he said, heaven and earth shall pass away. But he said, the words I speak unto you, they shall remain. Why? Because the word is not going to pass away. The word is what brings life. God's word brings life. So you have to get this in, in, in on the inside of you knowing that God's word brings life. The enemy do not want you to speak life because he, he know the word is going to bring life. So we say in the beginning was the word. The word was here before anything was here. The word was here before anything was here. Come on, I want you to say it. The word was here. Before anything was here. Say the word was here. Before anything was here. Before COVID-19 was here. The word was here. The word was here. The word is here now. Life is here now. Speak life. Not death. Speak life. Not death. In the midst of death, he says, speak life. Amen. So the word was here before anything was here. And then it goes on to say that. I'm going to verse 4. In him was life. Amen. Jesus, which is the word, had life within him. And that light, life is what brought light to men. So when you speak life, you bring in light. Unto man when you speak the word you not only bring in the life but you bring in the light of God and it said the darkness could not overcome it darkness cannot overcome the light that's in you. Listen to what I'm saying. Darkness cannot overcome the light that's in you. For you are the light of the world. You are a city, a light that sits upon a hill. The darkness cannot overcome you. The darkness cannot overcome you. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. The greater one is in you. Let your light so shine so people can see what the good works that's in you that comes from the father that they can glorify the father that the father can be glorified so we have to know that we have the life of god on the inside of us if you don't know what you have you're going to live like you don't have anything so we are representing the life of god and then God began to show me this. The word upholds everything by the word of his power. He upholds everything by the word of his power. Everything that was made, everything that was created, it would not have existed without the word. Y'all, let's grab hold of this. You would not be existing without the word. You were created by the word of God. Remember it say, in the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth, and then guess what was going on in the earth? It was formless. It was empty. There was chaos. There was what? Darkness. Y'all catch it. Go to Genesis 1. Sometimes we got to go back through things to realize what we have. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form. And was void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Now, listen what had to happen. There was darkness there. It was void. It was empty. There was chaos. There was nothing there but darkness. Right? But then it goes on to say, and the spirit of God. Y'all catch it. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters see the spirit was right there in the midst of that darkness the spirit of God was right there which is the life of God the spirit of God is the life of God he was waiting for God to speak and when God said and let there be light and there was light God had to say let there be light and there was light So in your situations, you have to say, let there be, and there will be. If you're not speaking, let there be life, let there be light, which comes through the word of God, you accepting what's in front of you. So even though things come knocking on your door, and you may have a symptom that come knocking on your door, you have to remember that God said, you are the healed of the Lord outside of how you feel outside of what people are saying you have to speak life the word of God is life and as you speak life it's gonna what overcome the darkness that's coming against you but if you're sitting there meditating on how you feel if you're sitting there meditating on what other people have said then that's what you're gonna receive you're gonna receive death God is not about death he He is about life. You have resurrection power on the inside of you. You have Christ in you. The hope of glory. He said I'm ready to come out of you. I'm ready to reveal myself. I'm ready to let people know that I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that healeth thee. I want people to know that I am Jehovah Shalom. I am your peace. He said I'm everything that you need. Speak life and live. Quit speaking deaf. Quit talking about what's going on around you and speak life to to what's going on around you. Yes, COVID-19, it is out there, but you speak life. You speak, I am the healed of the Lord. I walk by faith and not by sight. I am who God says that I am. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I am amongst the living and not amongst the dead because Christ is in me the hope of glory I represent life and not death so when Jesus came to the earth what was he doing bringing life he let you know know what the enemy was doing he said the enemy comes to what kill but I have come y'all got to get the but I have come He said, but I have come, but I have come to give you life. Who wants life? Wait, let me go somewhere. You already got it. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you accepted life. That means that you have the life of God on the inside of you. Remember, spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is the real you. That's the part of you that got born again. That's the part of you that have everything you need. Now that you're in Christ, but your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, that's the part of you that go through on a daily basis. That's the part of you that have to be renewed according to the word of God. When your mind is renewed according to the word of God, you will prove what the good and acceptable will of God is for your life. You cannot prove what the good and acceptable will of God is for your life if you're not renewing your mind on a daily basis, not just on Monday. Not just on Sunday, but seven days a week. Every day you're supposed to meditate in the word of God. Once you meditate in the word of God, that's when you're going to be successful. That's when you're going to have be wise. That's when you're going to get what you already have because you know what God has already given you. So we have to speak life outside of what we see outside of what people say, we don't speak what they say. We speak what the word of God is saying unto us. He upholds all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Everything was created by the word. Everything is upheld by the word. You you have to speak life over everything in your life, not death. Amen. Amen. Death and life are in where? The power. the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall do what? Eat the fruit. There are what fruit are you eating? Right. What are you eating? If you eat in life, guess what? You're going to live. No matter what's going on around you, you're going to what? Live. You're going to live nothing die and declare the works of the Lord God want his people to live an abundant life no matter what a person is doing you speak life unto that dead situation this is why when Jesus heard about Lazarus they told him that he needed to come Jesus waited to come because he knew who he was Jesus said don't matter when I get there he's gonna rise he said, because I'm the resurrection and the life. Understand, I'm the resurrection and the life. He who is dead shall do what? They shall rise. When I get there, they shall live. So when Jesus got there, she said, Lord, if you were here, he would not have been dead. Because they knew. They knew if Jesus was here, he could have healed them. But Jesus already knew. Don't you know who I am? So when Jesus went to that tomb, guess what? He wasn't trying to make them look at him. He wanted them to look who he was by the father. So what did Jesus say? Lazarus, which was dead. He said, come forth. What was he doing? He was speaking life. God said, you got to speak life in every dead situation. You cannot allow that situation to overcome you, to overtake you. This is why last week I was speaking on be anxious for nothing. Be careful about nothing. Don't fret about it. Don't allow the troubles and the cares to come up upon you. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request made known unto God. God, yes, this is coming in my thoughts. But God, this is not what you said. So God, I'm not going to fret on this. I'm not going to be worried about it. God, I'm coming to you because you told me to cast all my cares upon you. Because you care about me, all my troubles. You say, give them to you, God. I don't have to take it. So I'm going to roll them over to you. Because God, I have a new life now that I'm in Christ. The old is gone. Behold, here is the new. Because see, up under the old covenant, they tried to do it themselves. But up under the new covenant, we have to recognize what he has done and live according to him and not live according to us. So if I'm living according to me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be thinking about what I need to do in that situation. I'm going to be thinking about what they're saying about that situation instead of thinking about what he's already done about that situation. He said, "Finding my brother, let's go to Philippians. God went out thinking to line up with his word and what his word has to say about what's going on in our lives. Do you know what his word is saying to you? Or are you just saying his word just to be saying it? When you come into a relationship with God, you're only going to speak what you believe. If you don't believe it, there's no point in speaking it, is it? He said, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So the things that we supposed to think on is things that bring life. His word brings life. Whatever you focus on, that's what you're going to become. The enemy know for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so does he become. The more you think on a thing that represent death, the more death come into your life. Even though it looks that way, you want to overturn it with light. And that comes through the word of God. The word is going to bring life. This is why I say, quicken me according to thy word. It says that the spirit quicken. Y'all listen to this. The spirit quicken. You have the spirit of the living God on the inside of you that quicken. That mean it brings life. The flesh profits you nothing. I'ma say it again. It is the spirit that quickens. It is the spirit that brings life. It is the spirit that brings life. The flesh profit you nothing. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Why? Because God's spirit is what brings life. So when you speak God's word, guess what? It's going to bring life from the spirit. Listen what I'm saying, y'all. When you speak God's word, Teresa, it's going to bring life from the spirit. And what it's going to do, the same spirit that dwells on the inside of you, that raised Jesus from the dead, it's going to quicken your mortal body. You're going to know that life has quickened your mortal body. Because that same spirit... On the inside of you brings life and not death. So we have to know what's already in us. And when we begin to speak the word, our body is going to be quickened according to the spirit that's in us. We have a spirit in us that represents life. Remember when he created Adam, he had to put the breath of life in Adam for Adam to become a living what? So without the breath of life, Adam was dead. Amen. But when the life of God came, it quickened that dead body and it brought life to that body and it became a living soul. So God said in order for us to live, we must speak life. Every day you must speak life in spite of what's going on around you, in spite of what's going on with your children. You want to overturn it with life and not darkness, with light and not darkness. When we go back, I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm dealing with what I'm talking about. Go back to Adam and Eve. We always end up back there. This is what the enemy want. The enemy is about death. He's not about life. He want people to die. He don't want them to live. And the most important thing, he want them to die in their sin. This is why Jesus came to bring life. He came to bring eternal life. He don't want people to die in their sins because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Listen what I'm saying. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through who? Through Jesus Christ. When we accept Jesus, we have eternal life, a life that never ends. We can live that life here on earth, but we know what the enemy done. So the enemy wants you to take your focus off of life, and he wants you to put your focus on death. Listen what I'm saying. He wants you to take your focus off of life, and he wants you to focus on death. What did God do? God said, let there be, and there was. God said, let there be, and there was. And what God said, let be, and it was, it was good. And then at the end, it was very good. So God knew everything I created for man is good. So they living in a paradise that's good, that's full of life. But God told them, he said, I do not want you to eat from that tree of knowledge of good and evil. That was the only command that God gave. Do not eat from that tree everything in this garden. You can freely eat from. Come on. They even had the tree of life. That tree of life. Come on, y'all. That's the word of life. You can eat on that all day long. Get full off of it. You'll never die. Come on. Get, oh, get full off of the word. You'll never die. Eat on the word all day long. You will never die. You will live. Whatever you eat off of is what you become. So if you're eating off of this word and you feeding on this word on a daily basis, no matter what come upon the earth, it can't touch you because God got you shielded. You can be around it and it won't touch you. Can't touch this. Been bought with the price. It have to bounce off of you. That's why he said, no evil shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come not your dwelling. For I have given my angels charge over you to keep you and guard you in all your ways. Can't touch this. I'm bought with the price. So the thing was, God wanted them to continue to eat from the tree of life. This is our tree. What's written is your tree. And every time something is coming in your household, you're supposed to eat from the tree of life. You're supposed to eat from what brings you life. Y'all check this. When Jesus came on the earth, it said that the word became flesh and dwelled among us. Remember, the word was up there with God. God is the word. He was up there with God, but he had to come off the throne because he couldn't find no man to die for all of us. He who knew no sin became sin for us so we could become the righteousness of God in him. So the word became flesh and dwelled among us. So Jesus came became the son of man so we can become the sons of God. The only way we can become the sons of God, he had to become the sons of man. He had to come, listen to this, he had to come down so we could be lifted up. Come on somebody, he had to come down so we can be lifted up. And when you look into the word of God, this is why God told Moses, I have to come down, get it, to deliver my people. He came down, but Moses went up to the mountain where God was and God come down to him. Why? Because God said, I'm coming down and I'm giving you what you need to deliver my people. So he came, became the son of man so we can become the sons of God. So when Jesus came to the earth, he was bringing life. He only spoke life. Jesus never spoke death. He spoke life. But going back to the Garden of Eden, we see what was happening here. Satan said, I got to take your mind off of the life that you have. Come on. I got to take your mind off of who you are now that you're in him. I got to take your mind off of what you have and make you think that you don't have what you have. So I got to get your attention on what I want to get your attention on. But this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask you, did God really say what he said? Come on, did God really say that you're healed? You know what they're saying now. You know what they're saying ain't no help for this. So you might as well just go ahead and die. You might as well just go ahead and give up. Did God really say you're healed? If you're healed, why are you going through If you're healed in your mind, why are you still acting like you're out of your mind? If you're healed in your body, why is pain still in your body? So he want to take your focus off of the word that brings life. So he said, did God really say? So Eve repeated what God said, but she added a little to it. She added, don't touch it. She knew within herself, I can't even touch the tree. If I touch it, then I'm going to surely die. But then Satan got her attention on the very tree that God told her not to partake of. What have Satan got your attention upon? What have Satan allowed you to focus more on than you focusing on the word of God? So when she focused on that tree, she began to think. If I can partake of this, I can have more than what I have. She didn't realize that she had more than enough. Because God said, I can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can even ask to think. According to the power that now worketh within you. That power that's working in us is Christ in us, the hope of glory. So everything that's in us, we can use here while we're on this earth. So Eve took her eye off of what God said. And she put it on what the enemy was saying. And guess what she did? She brought death. Do you know we can bring death in our life instead of bringing life even though we have life in us? How do we bring death in our lives? We can speak negative concerning our children concerning our job. Oh, I'll never get a promotion. Everybody get a promotion except me. Everybody get a raise except me. Everybody doing this except me. No, you need to speak. Promotion don't come from the east nor from the west. God is the one that put it up. God is the one that take it down. I'm already promoted. God has given me everything that I need to live this prosperous life here on earth. I come to work on behalf of him, not on behalf of man. God has blessed the the works of my hands, everything that I do, I do it unto the Lord and not unto man. God, I thank you that you have already supplied all of my needs. See, when we speak life in that situation, instead of speaking, I'll never get promoted. Nobody will never like me. I will never, my marriage is always um, tore up. We never have a good marriage. My husband is lazy. No, speak that your husband is a hard-working man. Speak that your husband is coming to know the Lord through you. Speak that when you enter the room, he know that Christ have entered the room. He know that peace have entered the room. You got to speak life instead of speaking death. God is saying the church is speaking death more than speaking life. You have what you say. So your mouth need to be full of life. So Eve took her focus off of God, and she put her focus on Satan. So God said, where is your focus? You have to focus on things that are above. Set your mind to things that are above and not on things that are on this earth. And wherever your mind is set, that's where you're going to be. This is why at times, y'all, we have a... Um, I believe all of us have this. We have some um, televisions in our homes that we watch on a daily basis because it give us entertainment. We have radios in our cars that we turn on, CD players that give us entertainment. And whatever come out of what we're listening to is what we're subjected to. The longer we listen to something, the more we're subjected to what we're listening to. It changed our mind. It turns our thinking towards that instead of turning our thinking towards God. It's all in what you're listening to. The enemy knows if I can get your focus more on Lifetime TV. If I can get your focus more on these sitcoms. If I can get your focus more on the things of this world, it's going to take you longer to get this life that you already have. The thing that you focus on the most is what you become. When you turn on that television and you watch it, I'll give you an example. Lord, help me, Jesus. I watch this series. It's called Lost. L-O-S-T. And it will get you lost. Lost. When I turned on the series, I said, oh, I'll just watch one episode, me and my daughter. That one episode, led, I don't know how many episodes, to four o'clock in the morning. As soon as I wanted to turn off one, we'll look at each other and say, dang, wonder what's going to happen on the next one. I said, I don't know, girl. I said, but I would like, I said, I believe we can make it. She said, I believe we can make it too, mama. I said, hit the butt." So my husband over there looking like a drunk. He couldn't make it he said I'm going to bed I said go ahead I'll be on after a while I heard him in the room saying manda I'm like what do you want? manda you need to come to I'm coming I'm coming going to sleep because I knew he was going to sleep and I was going to watch another episode we watched and we watched and we watched and we talked about after we watched what we watched come on can somebody agree with me? And as we talked about it, we got so excited because we couldn't wait for the next night. Turn on loss. My husband didn't want to see no more loss. He didn't want to see it. He said, I'm going to bed. Go on to bed. Me and my daughter having us a mama and me time. Go on to bed. So during the day while he's up, guess what we doing? Sleeping. Because we lost. Listen what I'm saying. I was so lost. But when we finished the episode, we were still lost and mad. And the Lord let me know. All the time that you put in that TV, you lost time with me. And the enemy knew this. The more time you spend in stuff, you lose time with God to know what God wants you to do and to know what's trying to come upon you. So that's why we have to turn off the TV. The televisions will have us lost. Because if you don't get into the word of God first and foremost and allow the word to get in you... When you turn on the TV and they're telling lies, you're discerning of spirit because this is where you've been in the word of life will let you know that's a lie, don't receive that. See, some of us spend so much time with the television, we can't tell a lie from the truth. We can't tell if man is making it up or if it's the truth. But what we do, we take what they say and we receive it as life when it is death. Anytime they speak death, you got to speak life. People are dying by the time. The devil's alive. They shall live and not die and declare the work of the Lord. COVID-19 shall not take you out. Because God is about life and He's about life more abundantly. But what are we speaking? People are dying with COVID-19. People, yes, they're dying because you're speaking death. No, people will live through this. They will not die, but they will live through it in Jesus name. Because God know the plan and the purpose that He has for their life. Plans for good and not evil. Plans for them to prosper. Plans for them to have good success. In Jesus' name, they shall live and not die. But we speak death. Because the news is speaking death. When we begin to speak life. And speak the way the word of God tell us to speak. We will begin to see life upon this earth. So start speaking life and not death. Go with me to Ezekiel 37. I think all of us are familiar with Ezekiel. The word of God brings you what? This is where we need to be in the what? In the word. In the word. In the word. In the word. Listen to what happened to Ezekiel. Y'all familiar with this? It said, the word of the Lord was upon me. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. Listen at this. You have to be in the spirit. How was Ezekiel carried out? He was carried out in what? In the spirit. He said, the hand of the Lord was upon me. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. So we have to be in the spirit on the Lord's day. You have to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. God talks to you by his what? By his spirit. So you have to be able to hear God. And listen what Ezekiel said. And he sat me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. Who does that? Now I know what this is talking about before anybody say. It's talking about Israel being raised up as a great army. But God is going to give you some revelation through this. So listen at this. It said he sat me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. Who does that? God, why are you setting me down in a valley? (laughs) A valley represents death. Full of bones. But guess what? Catch this. You got to be in the spirit to be set down in a dead place. Y'all get it? Come on. In the spirit, you can be set right amongst death. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. In the spirit, you can be set right amongst death. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. God's hand is upon me. And the spirit of the Lord took me into the valley. Come on. He, somebody had to go in the valley of the dry bones. Somebody had to go in there. Come on. It was the spirit. Y'all listen. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, they were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Come on. He's going to take you into a valley of nothing but dry bones. And he caused you to pass around those dry bones. Come on. He wanted you to see them. He wanted you to know, Jamie, you amongst some dry bones. He wanted you to know where you were. God ain't going to leave you ignorant of Satan devices, is he? He's not going to leave you ignorant. So he took him there and he said unto me. Now listen, what are going to say? Son of man, can these bones live? And I answer, oh Lord God, thou knowest. Now he's going to ask him, Ezekiel, son of man, can these dry bones live? Come on. Now God, you already know. Why are you asking me that? You already know. So he's telling them, you already know. And then again he said unto me, now listen at this. You got to be in the spirit to hear God speak, Julia. He was in the spirit. That's how he heard God speak. You got to be in the spirit, not in the flesh. The flesh profit nothing. Y'all i am wrapping this all up. Y'all thought I was everywhere, didn't you? You got to be in the spirit to hear God. When you in the spirit, you in the presence of God. The spirit of God is in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on. He's right there in you. But you got to press your way through in order to hear what the spirit have to say outside of how the flesh is cutting up i don't know about y'all but my flesh tried to cut up my flesh try to cut up come on the older you get sometimes things be cracking the older you get sometimes pain hit your body yes those things happen but i said oh no the spirit of life that's in me is gonna quicken these dry bones come somebody come on I'm, I'm getting somewhere so the hand of the lord was upon who? Ezekiel. the spirit of god is what took him into that valley of what dry bones then god gonna ask him can these bones live only you know god See, he knew only you know God, but I know what you know, I'm gonna know. Come on, cause I'm in the spirit on the Lord's day. God, you taking me through something. So then he began to say, Now listen, God is speaking to him. When you hear God speaking, take time to listen. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy. You know what prophesy means? Speak. Prophesy upon these bones. God said, now, I want you to speak unto these bones. You got to be in the spirit to know what to speak. Hear what I'm saying? You got to be in the spirit to know what to speak. He says, speak unto these bones and say unto them, listen, who you're speaking to? You're speaking to what's dry. Oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to talk to you right there on that. Whatever, Sister Loretta, you got going on in your life, you got to begin to prophesy, you got to begin to speak to it, and you got to begin to tell it the word of life. This is what he's saying. Whatever you got going on in your home, you got to prophesy, you got to begin to speak the word of life so it can live. He said, Ezekiel, I want you to speak the word of life. And I want you to speak to what has death to it. I want you to speak to where I have brought you. You see these dry bones? I want you to say, oh, ye dry bones. Guess what he said? Hear. Hear. Hear the word. Why would these dry bones need to hear the word of the Lord? Let's see. Oh, you getting it. Listen, it said, thus says the Lord God unto these bones. Who is he speaking to? The bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. What is that breath? The spirit that bring life. God said, the only way you're going to live. Is this the breath of life come into you? What happened to Adam when he was dead? When God created man from the dust of the ground, God said, I got to bring breath in you. So the body can be able to be a living soul without the spirit of life coming to you. You are still dead. So he said, this is what I want you to say. And he said, thus says the Lord. Got that part six. Verse 6, and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. How are people going to know that he is the Lord if we don't speak the word of God which brings life and they see the manifestation from that life. So look at what happened. After God told him what to do, he says, so I prophesied. That mean he spoke as I was commanded. And I prophesied. There was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together bone to bone. And when I beheld lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. So what did God tell him to do? Now prophesy to the wind, prophesy to the breath. See, God was telling him everything that need to be done. So where am I going? If God done this with Ezekiel and he told Ezekiel what he wanted him to do. Come on, it's the same God. This is just not a fairy tale, y'all. This is truth. This is life. Whatever things are in your life that's dry, that's bringing death. God said you got the breath of life in you. You got the spirit of life in you. And when you begin to speak the the word of God, the breath of life comes through the word of life and it brings life that it may live. But if you're not speaking life, how do you expect something to live? If you see someone doing something that's not right and you keep saying, I'm so tired of them. I'm so tired of them. How dumb can they get? Every time I turn around, they're doing the same thing, but a different day. Man, if they want to live that way, just let them live that way. If they want to die like that, just let them die. You are speaking death. But what you want to do, you want to grab a scripture that can speak life concerning that person. That person may not be doing what you want them to do, but I guarantee you when you begin to speak this word of life over them, they're going to begin to do. Why? Because life, because the word brings life. It don't bring death. Jesus came to bring life, not death. He he killed death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Come on, y'all. Jesus died. He was buried. What did he do? When he died, we died with him. He said, okay, because I'm going to rise again. He said, "That's that's life. He said, you're going to be in a new life. I had to die so you can live. I had to die so you can live. We were buried with him in baptism. But we rose up a new life in Christ Jesus. You got to know that new life you have in him. And that new life speaks life. So we see that. What did Ezekiel have to do? God brought him into a place that was dead. It was barren. It was nothing. Y'all, it was dead. But God told him what to do and he brought what? Life. Now let me give you another example. Go to Luke 1. Y'all familiar with this? We talk about life, right? When we look at Luke chapter 1, I want to give you another familiar person. His name is Zacharias. When we look at old Zach, and look what was happening in verse 7. I'm just going to go here to verse 7. And they had no child. Zacharias and Elizabeth wanted a child. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well-stricken in years. It was two reasons why they didn't have a child. And the natural, it makes sense, right? Elizabeth was barren. Barren mean she could not, what? Conceive. It was death there, right? When you cannot conceive and bring forth a child, that represent what? Death. She was barren. That's the first reason. The second reason was both of them was old. How many people know medically, when you get past a certain age, you can't have no more children? It's just cut off. Just, just forget it, right? Ain't no more Virgin Mary's. It was only one Virgin Mary. Quit praying a Virgin Mary uh, birth and thinking you don't have to be with a man, okay? It was only one Virgin Mary, y'all. ain't going to be another one. So it was two things that was going on in their lives. One, she was barren. Two, they were too old to have children. How many of us have a lot of things going on in our lives that represent death? These are the two things that they had going on. So these were the two things that kept them from not having a child, right? But I want you to catch something. So we know that Zacharias went in to do his priestly duty. But I want to go to this um, thing that Zacharias did. And I want to show you something. I want to bring it together. So we got those two things that was going on. He went to do his uh, priestly duty. And an angel spoke to Zacharias, verse 13. Now listen to what he said. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. So evidently, Zacharias, he prayed to God about his situation. He knew that she was barren. He knew that there was well in age. so he turned it over to God, right? The angel came back and said, Your prayer was heard. That's some good news, is it not? The angel is bringing what? Life. Good news is life, right? The angel is bringing life. Now, check this out after the angel brings him some life. I'm going to tell y'all how we speak death. So they told him, the angel told him about John, and his name, John, told him all about the plan and the purpose. Now, let me tell you what this man had to say in verse 18. And Zachariah said unto the angel. Y'all got to back back up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Remember what I said, how the angel told him about the son's name, told him about how he was going to be a forewarner for Jesus Christ. Man, he laid down the plan, didn't he? Told him everything that needed to be told. Told him the life of John. And then he turned around and said unto the angel. Y'all listen what I'm saying. Whereby shall I know this? For I'm, a, I'm, for I'm an old man. And my wife, well, well, screaking in years. If that ain't dumber, than dumber. Wait a minute now. Who went to the Lord in prayer? Y'all sure... Just like we do. I'm going somewhere with this one. Y'all just fell into the trap. Y'all just fell right into the trap. Lord, you know how I'm feeling right now. Lord, I just feel like I can't make it another father. Father. Lord, everything is just attacking me, attacking my house. But, Lord, I know you're well able. I know you can do exactly what you said, God. Seem like my bills is just a mountain of debt. But, God, you said you shall supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God, you said I have abundance and no lack. So, God, I cast all my cares upon you because you care about me. And, God, dealing with all of this stuff, God, is dealing with me so, God, that it's causing me, God, to be racked in pain but God, you said you are my healer, God. You are the God that healeth me. So, God, I just thank you that I'm healed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, God, I give you glory. So, I gave it to God. So, then, God, let's say God sends apostle to me. And God tells apostle, Apostle, God is saying that your needs are already supplied. God is saying that your body is already healed. God is saying just give him glory for what he's already done. And I look at apostle and say, how will I know he's done this when I got a mountain full of debt? How will I know that he done this apostle when I'm still racked in? Who haven't done it? Who haven't done it? He gives you the answer and now you're like, Eve is with Satan. What does Satan say? We speak in death because Satan is using our tongue to say, how will I know? Didn't Satan tell Eve? Did God really say, I'm going right back where I've been? Did he not? So what are we saying when God give us the answer? How will I really know this debt gonna be paid, on How will I really know my body's gonna be healed and I'm still aching? If my body's gonna be healed, why ain't aching stop it? Why ain't he tell you that? You see all this debt apostle? He ain't moved yet. How am I gonna really know he gonna pay this debt? I hear what you say. She's speaking life. I'm speaking death. Right? Let me tell you how God fix it. Listen what the angel said. And the angel answering, God answer you. And said unto him, I am Gabriel. That stands in the presence of God. Here we go to the presence of God. Y'all when you in the spirit of the Lord. On the Lord day. He speaks. He was in the presence of God. And God was speaking a word to Gabriel. To give to Zacharias. When you in the presence of God. He's always speaking. When you in the presence of God. He's always speaking. When you in the presence of God. He's always speaking. When you're in the presence of God, he's always speaking. God's presence is in you. He said, I want to be loosed. He's always speaking. And I'm sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak. Death make you dumb. Did y'all not know that? Death make you dumb. I'm going to say it again. Some Christians that are speaking death is making you dumb. And then he said, and you will not be able to speak. Until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believe not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Look at that. So he shut his mouth. Because God said, I'm going to shut your mouth, because here I am sending you a word. And you speak in death, and I'm about life. So guess what life did? It overcame death and shut it up. Y'all don't get it. Oh, Lord. Death had to be shut. Mm. Death had to be. Did what did Jesus do to death? What did He do, y'all? He shut it up. He got rid of it. Sin represent. Y'all don't taste and y'all don't taste and see how good this is. Jesus had to overcome death, hell, and the grave. He had to destroy death because death was separating us. Sin was separating us from God. So he had to get rid of what was separating us from God. So he shut it up. So why are we holding on to death? Because we don't know life. We hold on to dead things because we don't know life. When you know life, you don't have to worry about death. This is why when we put people in the grave, they go in the grave with corruption, they rise with incorruption, but there's going to be some of us that don't die that we're going to be mortal and we're going to become immortality and we're going to live. Come on, either way you're going to live. God is about life. He's not about death. Quit speaking death over things and speak life. When they say you're crazy, say I can agree to some point. I'm crazy in Jesus. I represent him. So everything that I do is going to seem foolish to you. My crazy ain't your norm. So when you speak in truth, people want to shut you up. Why? Because they don't want to hear life. They're too used to death. What they're speaking over the media is death. And we're receiving death. God want us to receive what? Life. So y'all see what happened to Zacharias, right? He said, I'm going to shut you up. He shut death up. Guess what he did? John represented what? life. So he said, you're going to be able to talk when life come. Okay. So when John was born, Zacharias began to speak life. His name shall be called John. Now he got some life because he's speaking what God is speaking. When you ain't speaking what God is speaking, you're speaking death. So death had to shut up. But when God brought forth life and John had a change of heart, a change of mind, and he come to God's side, he began to speak. His name shall be called John. And they were so amazed. Oh, he talks. The dumb and deaf speaks. Because God had to do what he said. You will speak again when life come forth. And when you accept this life, you will begin to speak again. So this is how it is, y'all, with our bodies. We're putting death on our bodies. When our bodies go through certain things and we're steady speaking and focusing on those things, we're bringing death to our bodies. Remember the sermon I did, when you let go of it, it will let go of you. Y'all, I carried it around all the time. I had my diaper bag. I had everything with me for it. Every time it would do something, I would be like, oh, it. Oh, it. Y'all know how you get a pain. Oh, it. that is again. Oh, there it is again. Oh, there it is again. Oh, Lord, when is it going to leave? Oh, it. Oh, and then you go home and talk about it. Well, I didn't do too good today. It bothered me again today. I just didn't do too good. Then they ask you, well, how you feel? I feel like this right here when it attacked me. Well, what you going to do? I just don't know. I'm speaking the word, but it is still there. Then you go into prayer. Hey, Lord, how you doing? Well, Lord, why is I still going through this? So you're talking to him more about it than you're talking to him more about what he's already done. So one day, my father, he's so he's so good. I go sit before him in my favorite chair and I... Begin to get into my, you know, into the presence of the Lord. And I was in the presence of him, y'all, for real, because I heard him say this. When you let go of it, it'll let go of you. Basically, God was telling me, I'm tired of hearing about your it. He did. I'm like, excuse me. What you mean I ain't let go of it and every day I'm up in here quoting these scriptures and getting in front of you and getting my dance on, getting my praise on. He said, but you're praising it. You ain't praising me. you praising trying to get rid of it. You should know that you don't have to have it. You should be thanking me for what I already done and get rid of it. So I said, Lord, please forgive me. He said, when you come to me, give me glory. Give me honor for what I've already done. Leave it out of it. See, it is about death. I'm about life. And I want you to focus more on life than you focusing on death. See, when we always talking about a thing that's going on in our life, we just building death up. When you always talking about what your children ain't doing, you speaking death. But when you talk about what your kids will be doing, You speak in life, even though it looks death. It don't matter where your child is or what they're saying about your child. You speak what God is saying about your child. That's not what God say. This is what God says. That he has a plan and he has a purpose for my son, for my daughter. They shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. God hands is upon them. In Jesus' name, everywhere the soles of their feet tread, they will possess that land. We don't want to speak what's going on in their life. We want to speak what God has for their lives. In your marriages, speak what God says a marriage supposed to be. My husband loves me just like Christ loved the church. And in your ear, you're hearing the enemy say, but he's treating you like you ain't his wife. My husband loves me like Christ loves the church. See, you got to speak the word. The enemy wants you to keep speaking death. And that's what you going to see is death. How many men, I'm going to say men. When you go outside and you look at your yard and it's hot. And you know that yard need to be cut. Do you look at the yard and say, you will be cut today? Or you look at the yard and say, it's too hot. I ain't dealing with this mess. (laughs) Do you build yourself up and say, I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me? One thing about wisdom, wisdom don't tell you to get out there in the heat of the day and cut a yard. Wisdom say, rise early. Then when you're about to pass out, oh, Lord, I can do all things through Christ. Go in the house and sit down. We want to speak life. We don't want to speak death. We want to do things according to his word, not according to the flesh. When you do it according to his word, you are going to have life. I guarantee it. Because his word is life. He sent his word. He has healed us. He has delivered us from our destruction. Why? He's sending life. My word will not return unto me void or empty. But it will accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing that I have sent it to do. It's not coming back to me empty and void. It's going to do what I sent it to do. Because my word is forever settled in heaven. So when we go off of his word and not going off of how we feel, we know it works. Why? Because he said, I'm going to hasten my word to perform it in your life. I'm a hasten it. That means I'm watching over my word. When you speak my word, I'm watching over it and it's going to perform. It's going to do what I have sent it to do outside of how you feel. My word is always working. Outside of what your marriage look like, your kids look like, my word is at work. Because people are going to bring you an evil report. But you said, I don't believe that report. That's not what my God said. This is what he said. All of his promises in him and Jesus is yes and in him is a man. Amen. We shall flourish like the palm tree. We shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. We're going to speak what God says. Speak outside of what's being said. So here go another report. The same angel went to a different person, which was Mary. Y'all know Mary, Virgin Mary. And told Mary that she was going to conceive in her womb. Jesus is salvation. Oh, Mary knew she hadn't been with a man, but Mary didn't doubt God. The only thing Mary said was, how is this going to happen? She didn't doubt him. She said, how is this going to happen? He explained to her how it was going to happen. The power of the Holy Ghost was going to come upon her and overshadow her. But I like what Mary said. Be it unto me according to thy word. She knew that the word worked outside of her. She knew she hadn't been with the man. But she said God will take the impossible. And he'll make it possible. If we will just believe and take his word for what it is. When you speak the word of life. You can live in a dying world. You can live around everything that's dying. Because guess what you're going to do? You're going to bring life. This is why God told Joshua when Moses died. He said, first of all, we got to get one thing straight, Joshua. Moses is dead. I want you to forget he's gone. Our problem is we're speaking more of the dead. They did leave us examples. But God want us to arise. Hear what I'm saying. You can't live off of the dead, but you can have the testimony of the dead. But God said, ain't about Moses no more. He said, Joshua, I want you to rise and go over this Jordan with these people. And he told him how to do it. The same commandments that God gave Moses is the same commandments. They didn't change that he gave Joshua the same way. Moses obeyed me. That's what you're going to have to do. Obey me. And that's how you got to live. When you take my word for what it is, you will live. Listen what I'm saying. When you take my word for what it is, you will live and not die. If you are dying, it's because you're not taking his word for what it is. Go to Proverbs 4. Come on, we want to give you all of it. We're giving you medication so you can live. Come on, I want you to take your medication. This is free. You don't have to go to a drugstore. Just open your mouth and swallow it. Listen at this. Proverbs 4. My son. Attend to my words. Proverbs 4.20. What is he saying? My son. That means attend me. Pay attention. Pay attention. Y'all, it's very important. Pay attention to my. Who words? Who words? Who words? Who words? Who words? Who words? No, the news words. No, the news words, no CNN words, no M, M, B, S, B, something words, no NBC, no Fox, no everybody else. Who did he say? Y'all better get it. Who did he say pay attention to? 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 Why do you want to pay attention to it? Now we go to the next part. He said, my son, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Now, while you paying attention to his words, you inclining your ear. Y'all, I got a little bit of nosiness in me. And when I want to be nosy, I can hear real good. What about you? And when you want to be real nosy and get all in your cheering business... Why do you in the other room on the phone? You know what I mean, Jeremy. I said, I said, shh. I'm paying attention to every word. What he said? Shh. I, Uh huh. I got you. I got you. I heard that. Mm hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't get it. When you incline in your ear, this very ear, where, whatever direction the voice is coming in, that ear on my head is way over there. Willie, you know what I'm talking about. I pick on Brother Willie. Hey, Willie. You can be in the middle of a conversation with somebody, and somebody else is talking about something else, and your ear is over there, but your face is right here. Listen, what I'm saying, your face is doing this, but your ear over there, you giving attention to what somebody else is saying, but what is God saying? Pay attention to my words and thine ear to my sayings. That mean all my attention, all my focus got to be on life. Y'all hear what I'm saying? There's a reason he said, my son, pay attention to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. When I pay attention, when I incline my ear, guess what? It's going to be a part of what I see throughout the day, right? Then he goes on to say, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Let them take root. How are they taking root? I'm paying attention. I'm inclining my ear. I'm keeping focus on them. That's what I'm seeing. Now it's getting into my heart. And when it get into my heart, let me tell you what happened. They bring me life. They bring life unto what? All flesh, not just part, but all flesh. All my flesh is receiving life because I'm paying attention to his word. I have inclined my ear to his saying. My focus is on the word of God and my life is full. My flesh is full of life. And then it says, here goes the other part and health to all flesh for they are life unto those that find them and health to all flesh. That's your medicine. The word is your medicine. Why am I going there? I'm going to tell you why I'm going there. Sooner than later, people, you might not be able to get to medicine. The way things are going now in this world, things are shutting down. Makers that are making different things can't make things like they used to make them no more. And even some of the things that they're making, the prices are so high, you can't afford it no more. So it don't matter how much money they give out if they ain't got people to make these things. You ain't get no help. So God is saying, he's telling you what to do now. Your focus have to be on the word of God. You have to. Focus in on life, which comes from the word of God. Because when everything else fail, he said, my word is not going to fail. That's a promise. When everything else fail, his word is not going to fail. Y'all, me and my husband is a living witness. When things begin to fail, when storms begin to come, and it was nothing for us to use to build this place back, God did not fail us. God put us back in a place and people start... Some churches still not in a place. God gave us what we needed. Why? Because me and my husband was paying attention. To his word, we were inclining our ear unto his saying. We were believing what he was saying, not looking at what was going on around us. When everybody else was going about their business, we was about God's business saying, God, how do you want us to handle this? What do you want us to do about this? And God did it. How did he do it? Because we paid attention. We grabbed hold to life. And God manifested his self. Honey, could you get my phone out of the office? He manifested His self. And I'm going to tell you something. When God manifests His self, people behold His glory. They see God and not us. So I'm telling you today, when you speak life, when you speak the word of life, guess what? You will live. That's the promise because God's word, it brings life. And the reason why I got my phone, I want to share something. And I kept this because I want to read to y'all. This was September the 4th, 2000, well, no. It was September the 27th, 2018. This is the text that I got. This was during the storm. I told y'all that God told me to reach out to this ministry. See, I have proof. He told me to reach out to this ministry, which was Jesse Deplanis ministry. Y'all, I have no affiliation with Jesse Deplanis, but the Lord told me who to reach out to. So I'm just sitting and I said, God, what do I say to this ministry? I don't know what to say to this ministry. God told me just to send the email to the ministry and go on. That's what I did. My husband had my phone um, getting it repaired and the lady had called my phone. I had missed it. This is what this lady said. And I want y'all to listen to it. She said, hello, my name is Wendy Olivia in the finance, finance de- department. And she said, Jesse, the planist ministry. I was just calling you to get an address from you. But I guess he and, he, well, I'm trying to read this like the serious putting it out. She said, uh, to get your address to send you a check for $5,000 to help your church. Through the hard times. She said she had spoken with. Jesse. Jesse don't normally get the emails. But Jesse got this email. Now I want y'all to hear this. The emails don't go to Jesse. But see what God told me to do. I done. I was in the presence of the Lord. And by me doing what God told me to do. Guess what? It got to the person it needed to get to. And the head of that organization, that church, which is Jesse, said, give her the $5,000. Now, he didn't just wait to say, give it to her. He said, I want you to give it to her overnight. So that was Thursday. She said, you will have it Friday. Knock on my door Friday morning. they will go to envelope 5000 What am I saying to you? God was telling me, you don't speak deaf because of a storm. And a miracle tip, I want you to remember during this storm, I was sending out texts. I was encouraging you in the Lord, telling you what the Lord had to say, even in the midst of an empty bank account. M- me and my husband' bank account was empty. The church bank account was empty. But in the midst of emptiness, God told me to speak abundance. God told me to speak life over that dad situation. God told me to speak, you should have more than enough to do what needs to be done, not only in your house, but in the ministry. I'm going to raise you up in abundance. He had to go out of town. You know why? Because some people in town didn't want Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry to make it. So God said, I'm going to touch the heart of somebody out of town, way in New Orleans. And I'm going to send you what you need to keep doing what I have called you to do. Come on, isn't he a great God? You know why? Because he needed a vessel to speak life in the midst of the dead. It was a dead situation. The storm coming in, tore some stuff up. But God, you got to stop speaking death. You got to speak life in your home. You got to tell death you don't belong here. You got to speak life. When you speak life, you will live. Yes, this is what's going on. Yes, this is what they said. But are you going to focus on what they say? Are you going to focus on what God has already said? It is already written. We go on what's written. Not on what's happening around us. Things will come. But what we do, we glorify God through those things. Y'all, I'm a living witness. He's a healer. Lord knows God is a healer. If he say he's a healer, he's a healer. He ain't going to change because we don't change. God is who he say he is outside of what we do or don't do. He don't change. He's faithful even when we're faithless. That's why we have to stand on what the word is saying outside of what we see. God want us to trust him. God said, can you trust him today? Things are going to come, y'all. This COVID is getting so that people are going to have to work with it. Listen what I'm saying. People got to work with COVID behind the mask. Because that's the only way they can make it. They're going to have to work with, they can't shut themselves off for 10 days. Because within those 10 days, they won't have lights. They won't have what they need to make it. So they have to press through and don't even let people know what's going on. Come on, I'm telling you the truth. Some people be lying to you. They got it going on, but they ain't telling you what they got going on because they got to make it. they pressing forward to the mark of the high calling, which is Christ Jesus. Because they trust in God so they can make it. And God got them surrounded. Some people walking right in the midst of COVID and it don't even touch them. Why? Because they ain't worrying about COVID. Because they got life. And they got it more abundantly. You don't know who you're around. You don't know what they carry. And they can carry other stuff besides COVID. But you around them. Family that you love, you don't know what they got. And they ain't going to tell you what they got. None of your business what I got. But you're all over. Hey, baby. Give me some sugar. You don't know what they got. Then you go home and say, I feel kind of weird. Something ain't right over there. That's why you better know that you know when God say, "Don't go with them," cause you ain't where you need to be. Stay home. I, you know we don't if we don't spend time together. We ain't been together in so long. I believe I just need to go, baby. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Well, if you go, I ain't gonna be here when you get back for ten days. Go on now, go on. But I love you. But I see you after 10 days because I know I ain't going. Then you come back. (laughs) Baby, can you drop me something off at the door? Just a little something, something. Just, Just leave it at the door. I'll be all right. Have you tried, Jesus? He's all right. Yes, he is, y'all. So I'm telling you, y'all, to get through what's going on around us, it has to be according to the word and not according to what you hear in 24-7. Whatever you hear is what you're going to become. And when people are talking death, I guarantee you if you switch it to life, they'll shut up. Because my Bible tells me that life conquers death. Amen? Amen? You are light barriers. You carry life and you carry light. So when you move in, you, you're supposed to be possessing that land. People are supposed to see a difference when you walk in on the same Don't just walk in just speaking something you don't believe because it's not going to work. Paul say, I only speak what I believe. Don't be going places when you know you're not where you need to be in the Lord. Don't be trusting people just because they look okay. Everything that look good ain't good. You can't trust people and be going in and out of places. Because everybody, people take chances. They do. So hear the Lord when he's speaking. When he say, don't, don't. Do what God is requiring you to do. And one thing I want to tell y'all is, get ready. Because this place in here, it's going to be more packed than ever. So I'm telling you, we talked on Gideon last week. The fearful and unbelieving, you need to stay home. Why am I saying this? Don't be bringing COVID up here in this church. What you're thinking? If you're thinking COVID from your home to that door, just make a U-turn. Listen what I say. From your home to the door, if you're thinking COVID, just say, I'm going home. Ain't no point of me being in there because I'm going to be looking around and say, six feet, six feet, six feet. Ain't no six feet. Lord this is what you're saying within you know I want to be here today I want to be amongst the saints but Lord CDC says six feet don't even matter no more let's be real You know where you are. And you know what you believe. Don't come up in here trying to believe today. You need to already have what you need before you come. Because when we unite, believe in the same thing and don't have our mind on COVID, the presence of the Lord fills his temple. And you don't have to be ashamed. If you want to come fellowship and your heart is not quite there yet, put on your mask. Ain't no offense up in here. That don't make you no lesser than anybody else. Because God know what you need and God honors your heart. Amen. So we want everybody to get everything they need. But most importantly, you need this. You need the word more than you need. A mass or anything. So I thank God for His Word because, y'all, His Word is keeping me in my house. It's keeping us, it's watching over us, it's performing, it's doing what it needs to do. Y'all, it's at work. It's at work, it's alive, it's living, it's sharpened than any two edged sword. It's piercing, dividing the joints from the marrow, the soul from the spirit. It's a discerner of thoughts. It know the intents of the heart. It's like a hammer breaking the rocks into pieces. It's like a fire that devours everything going on around me. My word. Oh man. It's awesome. We got to carry it with us because sooner than later we can't pull out the Bible. That's why we have to meditate on the word now. We don't wait till later change your environment, change your settings, change who you are around. If people are always talking about what's going on with COVID-19, change who you are around. If you ain't got that life in you, which come from the word, which is in you and you're not speaking it like you, you need to leave because that's going to have you with fear. God is not about fear. Perfect love cast out fear. Do y'all not know God love us so much when he know our heart is right, when he know we want a fellowship, when he know we want the word? Don't you know he's protecting us? God protects his people when your heart is right before him, when you serve in him with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul. Do you think God's going to let something overtake you? What overtake you is your stinking thinking. God said, out my spirit of life is in you. Death cannot touch you, not unless you want to be touched. So let's speak life, y'all. Life and life more abundantly. Take your mind off of dead things. Take your mind off of what your body ain't doing and speak to your body what you want it to do. Quit focusing on what it ain't doing and say, no, this is what you're going to do today. This is how you're going to act today. Mind. You have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Did I tell you to think that? How you get get out in the name of Jesus? You don't belong there. Jesus bought life. He did not bring death. He said, speak life, the word of life, and we shall live. Amen? Don't let death come knocking on your door. Amen? Come on and give God some glory. I want to, um